I, I don't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed a pressure points. Your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is Sawdusty AJ. We're coming at you with season five, episode twenty, shitty knives in the large cock controversy. We're talking about explorers this week, and you don't know what's coming at you. So find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Get ready, babies. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. Hello, welcome. We're back. Everyone who listens. Yeah. You made it past the intro. Nice you job. You fucking you did it. You count as a download. Now, now you can shut it off. Let no, that just... thing hit 30 seconds and then get the fuck out. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, it been been a, a, it's been a fucking it's weekend. It's been a fucking weekend. It's been a couple of fucking weekends. Oh. Um, we're getting everything ready for uh, the move. Yeah, it's so finally that, happening. Yeah, I can now sleep directly under where AJ sleeps nightly. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have to move out of my bedroom to sleep above him. <laughs> it's going to be romantic. It's romantic and you guys are going to notice because we're going to have so much filthy, Chemistry. angry banter more than usual. It'll be like a dirty married couple more than we are now. It's going to be hot, it's honestly. Be so we're switching sexy. this to a uh, historic erotica <laughs> uh, podcast. If you couldn't tell by the title, we're already in the <laughs> yeah. in that direction. This is the first episode of it. Oh god. Oh. So, how how are things? Uh tell us tell me about tell me again about what happened before I came over today. Oh, Fill everyone oh, in. Yeah. And... So, uh I was sitting on the couch with my wife. She put on Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Which we one? The first. Im- okay, I was gonna say it is important. We've <laughs> never seen past the third one, but you know, we were just like, there are more than three. Yeah, there's like five or six or something. Oh God, well, but they neither, really went apparently. Down. I've only seen yeah. the third, I guess. They yeah, they went downhill really rapidly. But I don't remember why we were like talking about something. Oh yeah, she's listening to a different podcast. I won't talk wow. about. I know, right? This is why I'm moving in. We're and, kicking her yeah. out. Yeah. Because so they were doing like a pirate deep dive because that's what they do. They'll do like eight episodes on one topic, and then I don't know. I feel like I would get bored of that topic. I think I would get bored of any topic. I get tired of one topic after I do the episode. Although I I will say well yeah, <laughs> I will say the only podcast that I can listen to and I will name this one is Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. He does like. I've I've heard four of some of his stuff, five yeah. hour episodes. Jesus, it's really good. He he does some really good history ones. Okay. Like his on World War One was amazing. His on painfutainment was amazing. All the ones that you can basically get now for free, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't Dope. listened to any of the other ones. Sick. Uh, but yeah, she was listening to that, and they were talking about pirates, and then she put on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's the story. That's it, yeah. That's it. No. That's so, all that I was so, told. So, yeah, we were sitting there, and we hear this huge bang. And it wasn't me hitting the front door. it wasn't door. you. And we looked at each other, and we're like, was that a car accident? <laughs> it's like, it didn't sound like, you know, that metal-on-metal metal car accident yeah, sound. Crunch. It didn't quite sound like that. So, like, maybe, like, I don't know what they would have hit. Just like a slam, like... Yeah, just... Damn. Like, echoed. It was yeah. loud. Boom! 
So there was nothing like in our front yard. So we're like, okay, cool. Then I get a, a text from my mother <laughs> and she's got a, a motion camera and stuff. And it's a link to that a video she, that she wears. Yeah, she carries it around cam. with her at all times. No, just kidding. <laughs> She's a fucking pig. A cab. No. <laughs> um, and so her and my father were out. It's the middle of the night, by the way, and they're just out there resurfacing their driveway. <laughs> they're insane. But they send me the clip of this video, and it's them just talking, you know, whatever. And then the bang, and they both look up, and my mother says. Oh, you should go check on them. Yeah. <laughs> and you see them looking towards one way. So I went out of my house and looked down the street and somebody hit a power pole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you're lucky that we actually have power. I'm just bummed that I didn't get here like two minutes earlier. Oh, it would have been great. And I just watched it happen. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> it would have been better if it was you. Yeah, Wait. Actually. Uh... <laughs> Especially if I hadn't survived it. Way better. Oh, way better. <laughs> Because then I have this halfway, halfway refinished basement. I, I jump out of the car, sit down in front of the power line, and just leave my car and drive. Yeah. And it just slowly crushes me against it. <laughs> no, if only there were a way to prevent this. Oh, <laughs> God. I was too young. Oh, goodness. But yeah, it was fucking weird. Because the last time there was a huge bang in front of my house. That was a gun. It was a gunshot. I woke up and I'm like... That was a bullet, but I'm tired, so I went back to sleep. <laughs> I was like, hold on. And then, you know, cops were knocking on all the doors. And I ain't no snitch, so I told them my camera didn't pick anything up. Yeah, good. Fuck them. I didn't even check my camera, so. Well, <laughs> but, see, yeah. none of their fucking business. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was, it was a very entertaining thing. are not the state's security system. Yeah, exactly. I am my security system. Yeah. You're not you're not a governmental CCTV. Yeah. So fuck off. If you have something in the ring doorbell industry, you do need to in the settings make sure there's a setting that like will allow local law enforcement to access your cameras and your camera history. Make sure that's unchecked. It should come unchecked by default, but I don't know. Mine was unchecked by default because they know who I am. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm an ice cold they were killer. Like, they were like, he set this thing up with a VPN. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. not going to fucking, we're not going to auto check that. Yeah. So, you know, just make sure. Also, if you have Comcast internet Ugh. or an Amazon Alexa type device, they all share Wi-Fi signals and you can disable them. Jesus. That's right. I remember reading about that, and I yeah. think we've talked about it before, too. Oh, yeah. Damn. All right. Well. How was your week? Uh, Yeah, it was good. I mean, it goes by so quickly. Um. Oh, yeah. So for today's episode, we got such a good, good feedback last week about the crinkling paper that oh, yeah. I brought some, some tinfoil. Oh. I'm going to be doing this. Thank you so much. All episode. Yeah, we got one person saying they could hear it. <laughs> I've got three people saying they could oh, hear really? it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, oh, you're Jesus. one. What? That's four people. That's basically our entire audience. <laughs> yeah, really, though, right? All right. I'll stop trying to derail you. Yeah, don't don't try to be me. <laughs> don't fucking Get out of here. You don't, you don't fidget like I do. Get the fuck out. You're right. I don't have, I don't know, All right, a so, meth addiction. <laughs> yeah, really. I wish. Uh, so we're going to take a trip back to 1886. 
That's way back in the day. In Denmark, a man by the name of Peter Fruchin was born. Uh, Now, Peter Fruchin is by far one of history's biggest badasses. And I mean that in a very literal sense. He has a horrible ass. was six foot seven. And he had a big ass beard, like, and I mean in... Hemingway beard? I'll show Let you. Let me see. You'll see in the future. Okay. I'll show you. Um, I have some pictures to show you as I go. And I'll share them on Instagram. This isn't just an en- empty promise like they usually are. <laughs> usually. I'll actually put these ones up. Yeah, we'll see. I'll believe it when I'm, I fucking I'm, see I'm it. I'm looking forward to this one. So, yeah. Peter was born in 1886. Um... He started going to the University of Copenhagen, and he was studying medicine. But being such a a big boy, the university was just a little too small for him. He was he was big time. He's big news. So he dropped out, and uh, he started exploring Greenland in 1906. Twenty years old, he goes. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to the Arctic. I'm so, going to go explore this shit. Fuck yeah, you, dad. Right? <laughs> really, though? He he went all in. So he found, uh, getting ready for all of this, he met a man by the name of Nude Ra- Rasmussen. Yeah, I know. The names in this the are names just fucking The names are, are phenomenal. Tier. I love them. Uh, and it could be Knud. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just going to call him Ras. So <laughs> uh, they started their 20 years of wandering the arctic in 1906 um and so after he he found ras uh they kind of got together and they decided all right what are we what the fuck are we trying to do because if we just go out there without a plan we're just gonna freeze to death no So, so they decide they want to chart the arctic wilderness and so they get a sailboat and they go as far north as they can they hop off, and they travel 600 miles by dog sled until they find just an encamp, like a camp made by the, and I'm going to butcher this, Inuit people. Yeah, that works. Inuit tribe. Um, so <laughs> I don't even know how fucking far they ended up going from home. But sailing as far north as you can, and then... Proceeding to go a thousand fucking kilometers across Greenland. They're a long ways from home. And yeah, it's icy bit. as fuck, bro. It is not green. No. Greenland is a lie. It's not real. It doesn't uh, it's exist. Totally, it's totally real. It's just not green. Um, so they meet with these these this Inuit tribe. And these people just embrace them. They're like, yeah, Let's fucking teach these dudes everything we know. They're very welcoming at the time. They probably felt bad for them. They're like, these two (laughs) boys are going to die. Honestly, they probably thought he was a god. He's six foot seven. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's that too. (laughs) Just big ass huge dude. dude. Uh, So they kind of, they start teaching them their language. They teach them a bunch of their regular cultural activities and uh, mind you, the Inuit tribe had been around, has been around for almost a thousand years now. They migrated to Greenland in like 1100. And uh, they, it's not even like, oh yeah, they slowly worked their way up 
to Greenland, they've always been just northern people. Mm-hmm. Like, the Inuits are all across from Alaska into northern Canada into Greenland. It's fucking crazy but they're just they're all about that cold season man oh yeah it's great all about that seal blubber fucking every single month of the year delicious uh, protein poisoning yeah easy peasy so uh they take them in and they just like start showing them anything and everything that they can survival tips uh because i mean these are two like 20 year old kids so, yeah, they probably did see them as these fucking idiot kids that yeah. somehow made it over here. We don't even know what's over that way. So they teach them, like, how to make certain tools. They show them, like, hey, this is how you can make a home out of ice. And they actually start showing them how to, like, certain animals to hunt. And how much food it will yield, although when you're six seven it's not gonna be the same amount <laughs> yeah, of food. A little bit. Uh so they go on hunting trips for walruses, wolves, seals, and most notably, polar bears. Hot. Yeah, right? And this is before everything was melting. Uh, <laughs> yeah whoa so it was actually yeah, cold this was actually it was in the night just a is, tropical vacation up there yeah this was actually hunting them not gradually killing them off with pollutants oh yeah for for people <laughs> listening to this in 10 years there used to be ice yeah. in the arctic yeah they did there used to be a, a state called california yeah. it wasn't the the coast of the pacific ocean wasn't in nevada crazily enough you learned it here first yeah you heard it here first (laughs) there were these things called polar bears and they were white bears (laughs) oh god i'm so sad so now i'm depressed um it this next part's cool but i feel shitty about it so it's rumored and he actually wrote in one of his books that he wrestled a polar bear and he killed it fashioning it into a coat which he wore regularly and i'll talk about that coat later on i feel like that would get real stinky you gotta skin it first but think of how yeah he wore an entire polar bear all the time yeah like he was the most effective source of jerky in the early 1900s you you could just peel one off (laughs) that's why he survived so long in the arctic yeah he He always had a carcass on his back, and yeah, he always had constantly. fucking frozen meat right there. Easy peasy. It's perfect. So, uh, he actually wore this this polar bear coat in a magazine cover later on in his career. And I'll show you the picture for that when we get to it. Please don't turn that on. What, you? No, the light. You don't want me to turn you on? I don't fucking like bright lights. It hurts my eyes. Don't do it. This one's not bright. It is. Uh, so, uh, Furchin, he came to really appreciate and love the Arctic. And in 1910, he ended up developing a trading post, which he named Thule. Not Tuila, Thule. Hold on. <laughs> First off, what are they trading? I mean, ice? Anything. Yeah, yeah. That's the ice trade. <laughs> no, uh, just... I think that he, so he had set it up in an area that the Inuit people could get access to so that they actually had a way of trading their goods. I mean, this is the early 1900s. It's not like they're out there trying to 
scavenge from American dollars. Like, yeah, no, they're, they're going to get system. better. Yeah. yeah, they're going to get some nice supplies. And and besides, because, they use rubles because there's a trading post. It now opens the floodgates for other Tourism. explorers oh. to start moving out and having a stopping point, rather than. I guess we'll camp six hundred. We'll camp six hundred miles from our first stop. Like yeah, now they now they can. There's a way station. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the name actually came from the term Ultima Thule, which is known in known with medieval cartographers as a place beyond the borders of the unknown world. <gasps> Whoa! Just like our studio. Yeah, beyond the borders of the unknown world. Yeah. It's true. And it's not in Utah. You guys don't want to know what's down here. You actually don't. Yeah. <laughs> it still smells like nicotine. I can't Tabacky. tell because it's always in my system. Well, yeah, you can't. My my nostrils and throat are destroyed. I can't fucking smell anything now. Or it's I'm COVID. jealous. I don't know. <laughs> Either one. Uh, so, uh, the average temperature in Greenland at the time was like negative 12 degrees Fahrenheit. That sounds nice. Yeah. Negative 24 Celsius for those of oh, you who, gross. Don't, who aren't in the imperial system. <laughs> I hate it. I know. I hate it. All my so, nursing is in metric. Nice. Ugh. Why'd you say ugh? Because it's I have so to convert ounces to milliliters. <laughs> it's oh, trash. Well, that's fair. Teaspoons <laughs> to milliliters. Let me tell you. <laughs> fucking makes a lot of sense. Jesus Christ. Uh, so... Fruchin would he would burn coal in his cabin to keep warm, but the condensation that it would cause would collect and freeze on the walls overnight and on the ceiling, and it would get so thick in that environment that there would be times where Fruchin would wake up and he wouldn't be able to stand straight up in his cabin because it had gotten so much fucking ice. icy. Oh my god. <laughs> Troubles with being a big guy. I will only know horizontal. Yeah, horizontal ice buildup. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he he ended up finding and marrying um, a woman by the name of Navarana, uh, who was an Inuit tribe member, and uh, she actually joined him on a lot of his expeditions. Uh, now, the trading post that. Uh, the Thule Trading Post was the most northern in the world. Tuila. Yeah, Tuila. The Tuila Trading Post <laughs> was the most northern in the world at the time. Um, and it actually became home base for seven different expeditions, which were known as the Thule Expeditions from 1912 to 1933. Now. Damn. One expedition was led by history's second worst person. The first being uh, Henry Kissinger. Uh, (laughs) So the second worst person in the world, Lodge Cock, which I shit you not, L-A-U-G-E, K-O-C-H, Lodge Cock, who caused... The Lodgecock controversy. <laughs> the large. I am cock not. I cannot fucking make this shit up. Oh. And I discovered this while I'm like clicking through links and everything, and I discover that he was one of the guys that was on those expeditions. And I just turned to AJ and I was like, "Bro, the Lodgecock controversy. <laughs> the Lodgecock controversy. <laughs> so, Lodgecock wrote a review of uh, 
of a notable Greenland geology book, which was written by 11 well-known explorers at the time. Um, and he was actually accused of improper scientific practice with this review. Now, he saw... So, the idea behind this book was that there was a canal that ran all the way through Greenland. It was a little channel that ran all the way. And uh, Fruchin actually, on one of his... Uh, one of his expeditions discovered that that channel didn't exist. He was like, no, it's just like a weird indent all across, but it's not. I mean, the guy was there for fucking 20 years. I'm pretty sure he would fuck. He would know what the hell he was looking at. You'd think. Yeah. Um, and then Lodge cock came in with <laughs> small dick energy and was like, mm, actually, based on my, according to my calculations, according to my calculations, according to my calculations, that's incorrect. And he was just fucking ostracized for it. Everyone was like, eat shit, Lodgecock, go fuck yourself. Amazing. Uh, so, <laughs> Fruchin included was like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Uh, and this was a map that was that Lodgecock had reviewed was the Fruchin map of 1912 in Greenland. Now, uh, the expedition to discover this was a 620-mile round trip, or 1,000 kilometers. Okay, thank you. Right around there. Um, that he basically went up the channel and then looped back around and came back down the channel just to see if it was a channel. I mean, like, took tests and everything. No such luck. So, um, that expedition itself was actually known by the Royal Geographic Society as the finest ever journey performed by dogs. Because I feel like that's what they would sound like. That's exactly what they would sound like. I think you're right. <laughs> And Fruchin himself actually wrote in his book in 1953 that it was one of only two successful dog sled, dog sled trips across Greenland in his experience. Uh, so after about nine years of traveling the Arctic with Rass and his wife, uh, she died to the Spanish flu in 1921. And Fruchin, I mean... Obviously, you'd be upset. You've been married to this woman for, like, nine years. And uh, he requested that she be buried in an old church graveyard in North Greenland, which was a special spot to them. He's, like I said, he spent they built a, a ton church of time. There? Jesus. Yeah, dude. Like, when I say that they built that trading post, it was a fucking hub. For people Like, this was... It became a fucking city, basically. I'm just imagining, like... Where Luke grew up in Star Wars, but, but instead of snow. sand, it's yeah. with snow. But you turn the saturation up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, he requested that she be buried in this old church graveyard, which I would assume they would have to dig with fucking pickaxes. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, chip it through the ice. The church refused to do the burial because she hadn't been baptized. Oh, those cocks. So he was like, fuck you, and he buried her himself in a spot in north 
northern Greenland. Probably a better spot. Probably, honestly. With hookers. Any, any blackjack. blackjack. You know, screw the hookers and blackjack. Let's just have a corpse. Yeah. Uh, so, he buried her himself, did his own thing, and he always kind of kelp, like, kelped. He always <laughs> kept, he always kept her, like, close to his heart. Um, later on, uh, he ended up in one of the movies that he produced. Um, she, they used her name for the main character. Um, Rass wrote a book later on, a fictional book, I believe, and, uh, gave the main character her name as well. Like she, I mean, she fucking traveled with them for yeah, nine like, years and it's not like, oh, we flew to like Prague. It's like, no, <laughs> these people oh, were- Oh, we went to beer fest or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're like fucking dying across yeah, Greenland like... for like 600 miles. I think you'd get pretty close to the people that survived that trip. Because if you weren't close, some people wouldn't make it out. Yeah, I would not. You would not. I would not make it Me out. Me neither. I wouldn't neither make it out. I wouldn't make I it I wouldn't in. make it a mile in. <laughs> I wouldn't even do it. I couldn't even make it a kilometer. They'd be like, hey, you want to go on a 600 mile? No. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ride sled dogs? If it's not down a hill and they take me back up, fuck no. No. <laughs> I don't want to kill any dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, at, at one point during one of his trips across Greenland, uh, and this is one of his, like, coolest stories, most well-known stories. This is the Fruchin badass story. Okay. Now, one of his trips across Greenland, uh, he got caught in a blizzard, and he tried taking shelter under his dog sled, but because it was so fucking heavy such a heavy storm and eventually just like froze over the top and he yeah he's like in this nice little igloo the only problem is that he was covered in snow himself and his legs and beard were frozen to the ground nice which is just like hell i'm on sure that's earth. fine like uh he wrote in his book that he wasn't able to like move his face because his yeah, when I tell you that his, when yeah. his fucking beard is epic, like this thing is just dense as fuck. He talked about how he couldn't move his face without like you couldn't just rip his beard off without tearing off pieces of flesh from his face because of how frozen that's all of it hot. Was. So uh, he is trying to find his spears, his daggers, anything to like break himself free during this blizzard. And he realizes that. They're not nearby. He's got to pee in his own mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so they're not nearby, and he didn't, he doesn't recall packing them. At oh, all. Jesus Christ. And he's like, God damn it. Well, so I'm dead. He sits there and he's just like, What the fuck do I do? So uh, after digging for almost 30 hours without any luck getting anywhere, he did what any normal person would do. And what I relate to the most in this story. Sit there and not do anything. He shit himself. <laughs> and I'm not even fucking yeah, kidding. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah. So you 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 form the shit into the shape of a knife. Or a, a pry yeah. bar. A so, crowbar. Yeah, exactly. So he shits himself. But this was no ordinary shit. <gasps> he ate hot wings the night before and it melted him off the ice. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was atomic. No, it was a tactical turd. 
Oh, that's what the title said. Fruchin took a shit, let it freeze, fashioned it into a dagger. I and fucking called it. himself fucking free I with a feces it. blade. You did, and I'm impressed. Thank you. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I I'm fucking really surprised. It. Yeah. So, well, that's what I would do. That's <laughs> what you would try to do, but you would just end up crying and dying. No, no, I'd have a, I'd make a, a chisel and a mallet. <laughs> you, uh, I'd make beard, a hammer and a sickle. If your beard and legs were frozen, I think you would just call it quits. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I think mm-hmm. if, if you had battled for 30 hours. We'll see. Oh, no. In 30 hours, I would have died in two hours. <laughs> exactly. I shit, but I would have yeah. shit my pants the first oh, 10 I, minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you didn't have 30 hours for your shit to freeze. Ah, oh, fuck. You're right. So I you just, just got to survive until the shit freezes. You have a fucking brown slushy knife. Yeah. What the fuck are you going to no. do with that? That's going to be coke. useless. You got a fucking coke freeze. No. What the fuck are you doing, man? Oh, I got. It's like, I just got to survive for a little longer. I just need this to get past the slushy phase. <laughs> Past the ice chip phase. You do it and you're like, oh God, I forgot that I had yeast earlier. No! Why is this so smooth? Now I have a blood dagger. (laughs) Now my ass is frozen to the ground. No! Oh God. So yeah. The ice is freezing up the blood vessels. This dude chips himself free with a shit knife, which normally when you hear frozen shit, you hear of a being put in dildos as a or putting condoms as a dildo. Uh no, I've literally never I I have read about that. It's yeah, fucking you've weird. I've read about it. I'm yeah, sure. I've done I've done read about it. I've, I've done I've research. done read Reddit about it. Read about it. Uh so yeah. I post on Reddit about it. Yeah, right, in my experience. So <laughs> AMA. Fucking freeze himself with a poop knife and not the poop knife that you would expect. Uh I would use a wooden spoon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Easier. Yeah, totally would have carved a wooden spoon to save my life. Um, so he then crawls three hours back to their base camp. And when he gets there, he gets into his tent and he discovers that his toes are gangrenous. Oh, that's fine. Oh, hey, luckily he has a knife. Yeah, right? Uh, and his leg has been taken over with frostbite. His left leg. Who so, needs it, you know? Like any other explorer at the time. He gets out a pair of pliers and a hammer. Fucking... Oh, so he did bring his tools. That's good. He had his tools. I don't think he had like his his go to daggers. And oh spears. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he gets out his pliers and a hammer. Fucking knocks off all of his toes on his right foot. Hell yeah! And then it's frozen. He it's not proceeds hurt. to amputate his own frostbitten leg. Removes his left leg. Replaces it with a fucking peg. I mean, I mean, it's just frozen over like shit. Yeah. Uh, replaces it with a peg. It's just an icicle. And then just continues this fucking journey. Well, yeah, he's not gonna turn yeah. around. I mean, Mama didn't he's battled no through. Bitch. He he battled through thirty hours. Why the fuck not make it home? Uh, hold on. Let's go back. Yeah. Re-record that and say he cut off his leg with the poop knife. Because it sounds late. cooler. It sounds cooler, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. What, you have, what, fucking some type of integrity? Yeah, right. Ugh. Integrity. Integrity. Uh, so, eventually he returns to Denmark. A few, obviously, after that last trip, it's been a bit of a doozy, and I think it's time to stop exploring Greenland. So, 
uh, in the 1920s, he ends up joining the local Social Democrats. Okay. It's a fantastic approach. And he starts the Adventurers Club uh, in Denmark, which this that was a few years later. But around the same time, like, this dude's just going fucking ham. You go to a bar and someone walks in with a peg leg and they're six foot seven and have a big ass beard. You know that guy has some fucking stories yeah. to tell in the 1920s. <laughs> with especially the peg leg. Yeah, right. The peg leg and he's also walking crooked on his right foot that doesn't have any toes. Yeah. He's got he's got <laughs> three or four little peg legs but they're just toes, the peg toes. <laughs> Jesus. Those little wooden planks. So, uh while working with the Social Democrats, he actually writes articles for them and he eventually serves as the editor-in-chief for a I'm not going to even try to pronounce it, but it's a magazine that the that's owned by the family of his second wife. So he gets in good with with uh, father-in-law, becomes the editor-in-chief of the magazine. And I mean, the dude's just like sharing his stories. He's politically motivated in the right way. <laughs> and uh, he ends up working alongside the Danish resistance later on, like in the 1940s, mm-hmm. and helps spread articles and news during World War II. Now... Yeah, he, he really liked these brown shirts. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, because of the articles that he specifically was writing, editing, and putting in the magazine, uh, he ends up becoming kind of... Uh, a hot ticket for Mr. Adolf. And Ooh. Adolf actually orders his arrest and killing in like the later ni- in like mid 1940s around there. You mean 30s? Yeah, that whatever. During World War II. I was like mid 1940s, I'm pretty sure that's when Hitler killed himself. Uh, in like 1950, Hitler <laughs> yeah, ordered he died. Yeah. Uh 1975, <laughs> right? So at, at this time during World War II, he was very outspoken against the Nazi regime. Uh, the Nazis were working on occupying Denmark, and because he was enrolled in the Danish resistance, he would help refugees. He was sub- subverting Nazi operations. Good chance that he knew the guys we talked about a few weeks ago. <laughs> um, probably not, but we can hope. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, and he fought the actual Nazi occupation in Denmark. Now, he was also known for at the Adventure Club for uh, if anyone was ever there spouting off like anti-Semitic rhetoric, he would stand up, get in their face as Big fucking dude. With a peg leg. Yeah. With and a, a polar leg. bear jacket. Yeah, and a way. fucking polar bear jacket. And he would get in their face and he would say, I'm Jewish. Keep going, please. And <laughs> if they didn't stop, he would beat the shit out of them and then throw them out of the Adventurers Club. I mean, he's not going to get fucking kicked. Like, the Adventurers Club isn't going to be his like, club. you can't come here anymore. He owns the place. Yeah, no, that's amazing. The only good Nazi is a fucking beat to shit Nazi. <laughs> Damn, dude. Amazing. A hero. So, it's, it's amazing. Uh, but, because the Nazis were pushing so heavily into Denmark at the time, uh, he ends up 
dipping out and going over to France for a little bit. Goes to the wrong fucking yeah, part of France. Say, yeah. Goes to the wrong part. Gets arrested in France. And then he ends up escaping and makes it to Sweden. Damn, you you must suck if you were being outrun by a dude with a peg leg who had to use a shit knife. And, like, I mean, you're right. Like, at this point, he's, like, fucking Yeah, he's old. old. Yeah, he's, like, 50, 60 years old. If, with a if fucking someone, peg leg. If someone that's six foot seven can escape your prison... You have some serious problems. Yeah, there's some serious with the like, air ducts in your prison. <laughs> they're huge air ducts. <laughs> like, holy shit! He he was able to smuggle out his polar bear coat yeah. through yeah. the vent. Like, legit. Holy shit! That, oh, that's how the how he probably escaped. Yeah, he was it, just moving on all just, fours. No, I, just, <laughs> I just thought he was a polar. <laughs> like, oh my god, constant <laughs> polar bear, just fucking. <laughs> What's the fuck arresting the polar oh, bear? Oh shit! <laughs> Run! Oh. Nine, nine, snow! Oh, and he's just. <laughs> the polar bear with the peg leg is out again. Oh my god, dude. So. Honestly, it's the best escape oh story we've god. ever told. It's amazing. Oh. Ted Bundy can't hold a fucking no. candle to that escape. Oh my god. So <laughs> Prison break, watch out. <laughs> We're coming for you. Coming new new season of prison break coming to you, Fox, next week. <laughs> oh my god. So so he gets he fucking bear crawls his way out of a prison. <laughs> Out of a Nazi out prison. Of a French in, Nazi prison. In, in occupied France. And gets all the way out. He gets to Sweden. Uh, <sighs> and he meets... Oh, my God. I got to fucking find this for tears. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm just oh, glad fuck. we were recording this time. <laughs> right? Uh, so oh, he, shit. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm not yeah, recording. God, dude. I would be so upset. <laughs> so uh, he meets this woman who works for Vogue. And... I didn't write down her name because oh I didn't want to fucking try to pronounce anything that was hard to pronounce this episode. I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> uh, but large cock, you'll and, pronounce. And she is enthralled with his fucking polar bear coat. I shit you not. <sighs> and they get married and leave. Third wife? Yeah, third wife. And they go to- What uh, happened to the second one? <laughs> she's probably still in prison. <laughs> You can only fit one six foot seven person under yeah. a fucking polar bear coat. Oh Jesus! Uh, so they dip out. They go to New York City. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. See you, babe. Send me the ring in the mail. <laughs> I can't work for the magazine anymore. I'm in New York. Good luck, fam. Oh yeah, because it was her family's <laughs> magazine. <laughs> he got fired and broke up with her. I don't uh, know. Seriously. So uh, yeah, they leave. They leave to New York and. This dude sticks out like a sore no fucking shit. thumb in 1940s New York. Like <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's quite obvious. It's not like he's the type that's like, "Oh, I'll wear a nice suit walking to work today." He's like, "No, I've been wearing the same fucking polar bear coat and you can see my head above everyone else." Yeah, uh, like here here's some perspective. Nat Arno, he was 4'11". Jesus, really? No. <laughs> No, like, I'm what the no, fuck? I have no idea. I actually looked was. up the average height for the 1920s, and it was five foot seven. 
Okay. So, well, hey, uh, we're not doing too yeah, bad. I was going to say, yeah. And the, 100 years ago, we're average. Nice. The first time I've heard that. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, <laughs> so, so she, because she works for Vogue, she gets her contacts and she says, hey, I want you to do a she photo shoot. She puts in shoot. her contacts to do a photo right. shoot. She does a photo shoot with him. And it's a two-page spread in Vogue oh, magazine. Hot. I've seen that it picture before. I was wondering if it was him. Badass. Bro. Oh yeah, is that her? Yeah. Nice. So sick, and I'll, it'll be on Instagram. Um, Here, I. He's uh, he's just yeah. a he's a bad bitch, dude. He looks classy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, he yeah sports the the polar bear coat and just goes for it. So. uh... He starts working in film around that same time, and they end up producing the movie. They have to do a lot of forced perspective. <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, they start they start the movie Eskimo, which it actually tells the tale of a fictional Inuit warrior's adventures in the Arctic, and this is where. Why. Oh, yeah. Accurate. Uh, <laughs> you should put that on the story right now for context for tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, this is where they use his his first wife's name as uh, one of the characters. Now, uh, not only does he produce, he helps write the screenplay. He translates all of the dialogue that they need into Inuit. And he plays the villain the captain wait he doesn't even play himself what kind of egotistical asshole is this guy yeah, he's not as egotistical as i thought the, the oh he looks like his, from the lighthouse his little fucking captain hat i love it <laughs> that's the best part so uh cute. now eskimo goes on to win an oscar for best editing and at the premiere of the film uh he actually met a nazi director lenny reifenstahl that is such a name. It is. That's a great name. Do you recognize it? Leifenstahl? Yeah. Lenny? Reifen Lenny Reifenstahl. I said Leifenstahl. Renny Leifenstahl. Okay. Yeah. Lenny uh, Reifenstahl. It, vaguely? <clears throat> she was Hitler's personal filmmaker. Oh, my God. <clears throat> of course. So, he sees her and he knows who she is. Like, he's probably written fucking articles about her propaganda. Oh, sure, yeah. So, he walks up to her. He lifts her up over his head. And I mean, she's now like 15 feet off the ground. And he's just spinning her in circles above him. And he's laughing his ass off. There are cameras there. Like, this is a fucking film premiere. And he's like, fuck this Nazi bitch. Just spin her spin over around his like head. a globetrotter with yeah. a basketball. She's just screaming at him and he's fucking laughing. And puts her down and just like tells her to fuck off. Gets out of there. Like... He just did not give a fuck, dude. Amazing. So, uh, in, I think it's like early 1950s, uh, he ends up being a guest on the show The $64,000 Question, where uh, he wins, and he's the fifth person to win the jackpot in that show's history. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Of the fucking ah, oh, what was it? I think it's uh, the. Let me see if I can find. I'm pretty sure the the category for the question was like, like 
sailing the high seas. And so it's like, of course he's going to fucking know. <laughs> so, of course. Yeah. The, like, the level of just tomfoolery and, like, just ridiculous Amazing. shit in this guy's life is, it's astounding. So, he was playing with fucking cheat codes on. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, he had sliders to the max. Yeah. Uh, his luck slider was maxed out. He put all he, his skill he points He put cheat luck. codes on after he lost his leg. He was like, you know what? This is bullshit. <laughs> Tired of this game. We're putting it to easy mode. And cheat codes. So, three days mm-hmm. after he completes the preface of his last book, The Book of the Seven Seas, Peter Fruchin dies of a heart attack. No! It is unfortunate, but... I mean, he was like 71 years old at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, he had his ashes spread across Mount Dundas outside of Dundas. Yep, right outside of Thule. So, Damn. The fucking man, the myth, the legend. He probably died fucking some bitches he or something. He probably died with fucking poop in his blood. That's my guess. I mean, yeah. It turns out that he was just a homeless man that wrote one book and... He had a fever dream of this entire dude's life. This entire thing. After eating somebody's shit. <laughs> but yeah, like, just... just Damn, the world, what a badass. History's biggest and largest badass. Both. Yeah. I, I like saying both with an L. Bold. Both. With a W. W-L. Both. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Damn. So yeah, Peter fucking Fruchin. I'm, watch, you've been saying his last name wrong the entire No, time. I looked it up because I was Croatian. like, I was like, I'm not going to fuck this up. I still probably fucked it up, but it's not as bad because I thought it was Freuchen. Hey, 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 you know I what? Did better. We're, Gold we're star learning. for you. We're learning. You actually looked up how to pronounce the name. We're fucking getting there. All right. Uh, uh, Patreon yeah. pulled up, big boy. I do. So, uh, patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. You know, if you want to just throw a couple buckaroonies our way and help us keep on the air so we've got the chair people of the pp oh thank you Mini thank D you and nordic thunder thank you guys so much one, like seriously. one more you guys and we're outnumbered so yeah and then you guys get to vote yeah and force us to do stuff yeah you can you can make us stop doing history effectively like yeah you, you can make us stop podcasting yeah uh please don't though yeah please don't but like we have to go yeah, with just, just make me say. not do episodes every other week Actually, yeah, just, just don't make me do episodes. No, please. Actually, <laughs> no. Let's not do that. All right. Uh, we also got Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Haley, Lindo, uh, Toddle Waddle, Casey McFacey, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Lara Revo. Thank you guys so much for, you know, helping us Big time. still put all this stuff out. Truly, truly appreciate everything from you guys. It, I, realistically, when we set up the Patreon, like, almost two years ago i didn't expect to be at this point so, yeah no i, I expected it is crazy like my dad that's about it yeah. same <laughs> like, yeah same my um, dad not yours mine and now his dad has like 10 accounts that he subscribed yeah, all he's so them. creative with the, <laughs> with names, the names that he uses no thank you guys so much yeah. for supporting us on patreon like aj said if you would like to Feel free. Just skip back like a minute and listen to what he said. He does it way better than I do. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. And as always, if you have any suggestions for books, movies, articles, music, 
If you need somebody to just chat with, you want to share a funny fucking meme, I'm about it. Send it on Instagram or Twitter at Points O Pressure, and we will catch you guys next Monday. Yeah, we'll see you then.